You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day or sometimes twice a day as circumstances permit. This is the second half of today's Locked On Blue Jays doubleheader. Uh, I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. And <clears throat> yeah, sorry. This is going to be interesting. Um, no, uh, just um, as as I'm getting this out, one thing I didn't touch on in the first half of today's episode, and and one thing we do want to do is um, just again mention um, the condolences given to the Angels family and and Carly Skaggs and the and the entire family of Tyler Skaggs who passed away on Canada Day in a Texas hotel room. So so in honor of the dearly departed Tyler Skaggs. We will have a moment of silence here on the podcast. And again, just, just, you know, you, you hate seeing this, this happen, especially to someone who's younger than me. So again, all our, all our sympathies from everyone here at Lockdown Blue Jays to the family of Tyler Skaggs. Thank you. All right. So as mentioned on the first half of today's podcast, um, we are going to focus on yesterday's game against the Red Sox. And yeah, obviously not as fun as the previous night's contest. There are a couple, couple fun things. Um, so, yeah, it, it's tough to really know where to start, honestly, after, um, uh, let's start with the bad. Um, let's just go, go with it there. The big bad from last night's game was Trent Thornton, and you hate to say it, but it was the second straight miserable outing for the rookie. Two and two thirds innings, gave up 11 hits. He gave up more hits than he got outs. Seven earned runs. And it looked like both um, both Pete Walker and Freddie Galvis noticed that uh, Thornton was tipping his pitches and it looked like the Red Sox were just on everything again. They were hitting so many things to so many different places. Like it was all bloop singles. It was all shots through the infield. Like it it was insane just how on Trent they were. And 
yeah, you you have to imagine that he was uh, giving some sort of indication there. And the thing is, I, I'm not sure what the solution is going to be for Trent Thornton, but I think this is a good time to fix it because you do have the All-Star break coming up. You do have Jacob Wagsback coming off the DL, um, which it's been announced he's starting today. Um, the corresponding move has not been made to my knowledge as of yet. Recording this at like 2.30 Eastern time, which I'd say my time, but <laughs> that wouldn't help anyone. So, well, it would help my fellow Atlantic Canadians, but, um, yeah, a corresponding move hasn't been made. Um, but I, I have to imagine that the Blue Jays are going to think long and hard about optioning Trent Thornton. Um, obviously he's a rookie, has plenty of options. Um, he was supposed to start the season in Buffalo anyway. So what they could do is, is send Thornton down over the all-star break. Let him go work on his mechanics. Make sure he's not signaling anything. And then after the 10 days are up, come, let him come back. And hopefully he can continue being the guy who was able to shut down Boston and Houston when he faced them. And like he, he obviously has the stuff. Like, he has such a variety of pitches he can throw at people to be an effective, like, four-fifth starter, which the Blue Jays could use any of those right now. But he has he has to be able to use that deception. That's so key to Trent Thornton's success. And, and any time he loses that, it, it just it's going to end exactly like it did yesterday with a bloated ERA and another short outing for a Blue Jays starter. And it, it is like we talked about it last episode, getting six innings from Clayton Richards is so important to that bullpen. But I, when you turn right back around and, and don't even get three innings from the next guy, it almost undoes it. So what the Blue Jays do with this rotation after the All-Star break is going to be very interesting. Um, as noted yesterday, Edwin Jackson's on a rehab assignment. So as I said, take that as you will, which I almost want to do an article just on the gifts I got in response to posting that because, um, as I said yesterday, y'all came hard in the paint with those gifts and there are some really good ones. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll try and condense them at some point on Jay's from the couch, but yeah, Edwin Jackson will offer whatever help he can. Um, but yeah, that's probably going to be a replacement for Thornton if he is optioned 
or Jacob Wagsback if he's optioned after his start today. And essentially, the Blue Jays are just going to have to try and get their rotation in order, especially if they are going to be trading pieces of that rotation. So, like like we said earlier, Stroman's scheduled to pitch tomorrow if he's healthy. And then after that, for the Baltimore series, it's like, I mean, Richard's going to get a start. Do you throw um, Sanchez out there again? Managed not to say his name during the first um, during the first episode today. I have to say it now. Um, so, do you throw Sanchez out there again? Do you go a bullpen day? Like, it it's it's going to be really hard to kind of set this up to, you know, just have success. And and the Blue Jays may not be really interested in tinkering tinkering with things too much i've seen articles up and down the internet just like sanchez should be in the bullpen sanchez should stay in the rotation because there's no choice like i i will admit i was going to be one of those people but um sean doyle and karen Suter did a excellent job at jasonthecouch.com covering both sides of that spectrum so i'm not going to um, torture myself with those thoughts because I, I think I've already made my thoughts known. Um, Aaron Sanchez isn't a starter. He is a great guy for two innings. He's going to be an excellent relief guy, but he is not a starter anymore. He just does not have the durability. He does not have the command to be a starter. So I... I want the Blue Jays to to think about making that move because they can't really do it this year because they're stuck, um, at least until the other pitchers come back. That's that's going to be the, the big thing is having Ryan Barucki back because Barucki's looked really good on rehab. Hopefully no ailments um, pop up. So that that's going to be the fix for the rotation, I guess. Um, there's another fix for the rotation that revealed himself over the past few days, and we will talk about him after this break. But before we do, uh, just a reminder, if you aren't completely fed up with all the Kawhi Leonard coverage, because I swear Toronto media is going to stalker levels with Kawhi, like following following his SUV in a chopper. Are you kidding me? Fans like stadium seating outside a hotel. Like it, 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 the entire city is doing too much. It frustrates me. But anyway, for the latest takes on NBA free agency, like what the heck Kawhi is going to order for dinner. I'm just kidding. They don't do that on this Twitter feed. You can follow all the Locked On Podcast Network hosts on that one feed at Locked On NBA Net. It's an awesome way to get all the latest opinions from all the latest from all the local experts with the latest stuff during NBA free agency. So check it out at LockedOnNBA.net. You are Locked On Blue Jays. 
your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So, positive time. Remember at the start of the season when Sean Reed Foley made that start and looked really, really bad? I'm, I'm pretty sure we all do because there was a lot of hand-wringing after that, watching basically the prize starting pitching prospect that was ready go out and only manage to get through two innings against Baltimore. Just very difficult to see. So... Sean Reed Foley was sent down and has been working and working. And and there was some progress made in like late May, early June, enough that the Blue Jays thought we might as well bring him up because we need someone to pitch innings. And since he's come up, Sean Reed Foley has looked really good. Um, Three outings. Since his return, two scoreless innings against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Huge. Went five and a third in his start against Kansas City. Didn't get the win, but he definitely pitched like he deserved it. Only gave up the two runs. Only walked one batter. That That is the huge thing. Only one walk in that start is exactly what the Blue Jays need to see out of the mustached wonder. And then yesterday, after Trent Thornton just got blowed up, Sean Reefoli emerges from the bullpen and retires all 10 Boston batters that he faced. Four strikeouts, no walks, 44 pitches to get those 10 outs. Just, it, 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 was, it was beautiful. It was, it was such a wonderful sight to see. And for Blue Jays fans that have been looking for a sign that Sean Reed Foley is going to put it together, they finally got it. And it it's cementing him in that, that kind of rotation role. Like, he was used as a reliever yesterday, but he was also supposed to start today. Um... Jacob Weick's back again being activated to make that start. Still don't know who is going down to make room for him, but the fact that Sean Reed Foley is going out and doing this again against, you know, that's five and a third shutout innings against the Yankees and Red Sox. And and it is about the Yankees and Red Sox because those are the big fish in the pond. Like, I'm I'm sorry, Tampa Bay, but get more than 6,000 people to a game and we can talk. Um, but just just seeing that and, and seeing more control out of Sean Reed Foley, because again, that was the main reason he was sent down, because the walks were still insane with him. So... Sean Reed Foley coming out and doing that, again, it, it continues to build that hope for Blue Jays fans. That that is the theme of the season. Let's find some hope. Sean Reed Foley is starting to give that hope. 
because that that was the whole thing. Like him and Barucky were going to be the guys who made the jump into the rotation and started giving some stabilizing innings. Now, Trent Thornton has put himself into that mix with his first half, even with the two blowups. And just, just having that again, when it seemed like the Blue Jays had no depth um, to really turn to when it came to the starting rotation, the fact that they're starting to get innings from guys now, from Sean Reed Foley, from Jacob Wagsback, the, the, again, the fact that Barucki's coming back is huge. So it, it's just, it, it gave a positive last night in a, in a game that was emblematic of a lot of Blue Jays losses this year, a big early deficit, no real shot at coming back. I mean, it was seven, one after three innings, the fact that it ended 10, six, it is a plus. And, and we do have to give a shout out to Danny Jansen for his three for four night with the home run ever so close to getting above 200. I think Danny can do it. I think he's starting to put it together more at the plate and starting to get more comfortable. So, um, between those two, it, it was a good night for maligned prospects for the Blue Jays last night. So that's, that's the positive I'm taking away from it. The other positive I had pointed out to me was that Derek Law can probably be DFA'd safely after last night with his ERA now at 691, which I, who's, who's going to replace Derek Law? That's the only thing. So I don't see that happening, but that's, that's the positivity. There was a Ken Giles sighting that made me happy even though it was in a seven-run game, which should never be happening. But, um, yeah, and hopefully Rafael Devers doesn't go four for five again with six RBIs, because that was insane. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to tonight. We'll see what Wagspack has in his return. Um, see if the Blue Jays can put a second straight hurting on Chris Sale. I mean, I I don't know how the Blue Jays became Sale killers, but hey, if you want to hang another seven hits and, and four runs on him, I'm all for it. And yeah, um, we'll be checking in on that tonight. So just a reminder, um, if you want to follow along, uh, with me on Twitter. Follow me at NeoAC18. That's N-E-O-A-C-1-8. You can follow the podcast at uh, Locked on Jays on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, check out uh, jaysfromthecouch.com. Check out Jays from the Couch Radio. There's an interview with Jordan Romano on there that might be interesting to y'all. And while you're checking that out, subscribe to the podcast on Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to Locked on Jays and make sure you don't miss an episode because, again, sometimes we do double headers like this because I just have absolutely zero energy from work. So 
um, yeah, thank you all for hanging tough with me. And we will do this again tomorrow. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.